0: Hello and welcome to episode 27 of the Sally Serves it up podcast. I'm Sally Webster and I'm here to help you in living the most thriving, confident life that you can. I help women get off the diet hamster wheel for good and start living from their power. And in the process, they experience fat loss, better sleep and energy, more confidence, strengthened body composition, And improved mindset and outlook, and feel so much better in themselves. So, today I want to talk about something that's really important. It's about these two thoughts that you can have that will hold you back from creating what you desire with changing your eating and drinking habits and getting the fat loss results and mindset shifts that you would like to have. Obviously, there are loads of thoughts that can do this for us, but. These are in essence, the two most common that I see women struggling with. And they are one, that this is too hard. And two, this is taking too long. So let's talk about how these thoughts hold you back. And I just got to sow in the seed that all of our thoughts are always optional. They aren't just facts. They are thoughts and they are optional beliefs that we can choose to have and choose not to have. So when you have a goal for yourself and your body, so like you've quite formally set some changes you want to make. So that might be some fat loss and some habit change and you come up against resistance and it's feeling hard and not easy and you start making mistakes. And you think that means it's not working and you can't do it. And you end up believing these kind of finite statements about your goals, that this is too hard and that it's taking too long. And you feel an array of negative emotions about your goals. It might be disillusioned, disappointed, frustrated, overwhelmed. And sometimes it's even just a bit sad. You're like, here we are again. What happens when we feel these sorts of emotions in relation to how we eat and changing our habits, the goals we've set, is that we often stop what we're trying to do. We look for alternative ideas and solutions instead of sticking with it. We give ourselves a hard time and catastrophize mistakes as evidence that we're somehow flawed and we can't do it. We don't sit with our uncomfortable emotions and really allow for them to be there and move through us. We look for all the ways and reasons this way of doing things isn't right. We judge, we ruminate, we might probably also buffer with food and or alcohol to make ourselves feel better. And ultimately, we're just stopping with all of the things that we had set out to do. And when you stop in this way, you do make it so much harder for yourself, you make it take a really long time. That's if you keep going with it in some way over the course of probably many years, you create evidence that it's too hard and taking too long, and you give up. You stop yourself from getting to where you wanted to go. When you believe that this is too hard and that this is taking too long, and you're judging the process and how it looks like for you, you're limiting yourself from doing these hard things. You're stopping yourself from learning how to really feel the discomfort of creating change, of rewiring your brain. You're limiting your growth and potential to evolve into the next version of yourself. And you'll never know what's there, who's there waiting for you unless you persevere through these moments that feel hard and long. So when you notice these thoughts, when you have desire to go off plan or you just wanna say, fuck it, when you're judging the scales or whatever it is that you're doing, an action that you're doing that isn't aligned with the results that you want, ask yourself what you're thinking. Are you thinking something like this is too hard or taking too long? Or after the fact, like the next day, if you've shown up in a particular way in the evening, ask yourself, what was I thinking in that moment? Was I thinking this is too hard or taking too long in one way or another? that it's not worth it and when we're thinking sometimes that we that we that it's not worth it we're thinking we're not worth it and as a little brief interlude here there is always an opportunity this is an opportunity to see how much you want the goals you've set and that doesn't mean you should want them more You have to come back to why you set these goals in the first place, because sometimes something quite special and quite magical and profound can happen when we've set goals, especially about our weight, from a place of lacking. And we want to lose weight and weigh a very specific number because of societal external pressure and validation, feeling like we'll be good enough once we weigh something particular. And as you do the work, you realize that this goal isn't where you want to place your focus, that it's just not compelling you, that you're not giving up. You're not giving up on it because you can't be bothered, but that you slightly want to alter the emphasis of the direction that you're moving in. So that as you're progressing, you actually don't care as much as you thought about, say, the number, and you actually just care so much more about looking after yourself properly about liking how you show up for yourself every day. And that's when you might just change the goal, like from weighing a certain number to maybe having a different weight bracket in mind, but also to becoming someone who looks after themselves really carefully and kindly and consistently and becoming the best version of yourself. And weight loss and fat loss can just be a byproduct of that, but you're driven by different motivations. So even when you are experiencing some resistance you're you're judging it you're thinking this is too hard this is taking too long it's a good time just to check in with what are the goals why did you set them what if you could cut out all the noise is really compelling you and it might not be what you think it was going to be when you started working towards it and it's perfectly okay to change the goal then but there's there's still the other piece of the puzzle and if you still want the goal, if you still want to have like a specific amount of fat loss and you and you really are very happy with that and it feels right and aligned with you, like think of how it fe- makes you feel in your body when you think about the goal, like, but I do really want that. So when you notice yourself thinking about it, though, that it's too hard and it's taking too long. The best advice I can give you in this podcast, because of course it would be way more nuanced in coaching, is to catch yourself. Like think of a net catching a butterfly, gently and kindly and not aggressively and looking at it with fascination and just go, huh, fascinating. How curious. Of course my brain is offering me that. Of course, it wants to stay safe in the status quo and get its dopamine when I can't withstand the discomfort anymore. And I've done that every single time that I've experienced discomfort before. Of course, I believe this when I've always given up on my goals or my brain has so much evidence that the diet hasn't worked. And you just keep getting curious with it and being fascinated by it so that you can normalize it. In whichever way makes sense to you. Don't judge it and just take a deep breath. Breathe into the discomfort that you're feeling and then say something to yourself like, Of course, I think this right now. And I can think that moving through the, this discomfort is the only way forward, that this discomfort is a sign of my growth. What feels hard. Is right. What feels long is the time it's going to take. And the fastest way towards what I want is to stop stopping, is to carry on, is to be willing to make mistakes and to learn from them. There's no right path. I sort of say this a lot there's no perfect path, only the path that is yours. When you can stop comparing it to others and stop judging it and stop thinking that there's some magical yellow brick road somewhere waiting for you you will find your right way. We're all unique, so stop thinking there's just one. Whatever you experience is your way. And when you're believing these things, when you're offering your brain an alternate and normalizing rather than judging your habit thinking and understanding that it's just trying to keep up with this triad of seeking pleasure, staying safe and being efficient, You will give yourself hope in that moment. You will change how you feel in your body, the sensations that are going on in your body. And when you change how you feel from disappointed and frustrated and disillusioned to calm and relaxed and even confident, you will then stay the course. You will let the discomfort of it being hard and feeling like it's taking a long time You will let it be there. You will locate it in your body and you will breathe into it so that it can move through you. You will try to stay on plan as best you can. You're processing your urges. You're following through with what you had planned. You will stop looking for alternative solutions and the latest piece of information on diets and know that this is the way towards what you want. And you stop stopping. You learn. You might tweak might try a slightly amended version of what you were doing with, you know, with some of these learnings under your belt, rather than throwing the baby out of the bathwater. And the result is of all of that, it's just you move closer towards your goals. Of course you do, because you aren't stopping. Like seriously, you will experience fat loss if you don't buffer in the way that you have done previously. You will experience fat loss and changes in your body composition if you stay the course. You will build so much trust with yourself as you do that. Trust in your body and in your capacity to feel negative emotion and change your habits. The more you do that, the more evidence you create, and you create new neural pathways in your brain. And it's like a snowball, it will gain momentum and strength and sort of the intensity over time. So, understand when people talk about doing the work, this is like what they mean. It's not easy. You have to keep showing up for it. You have to keep countering these subconscious habitual thoughts with very intentional thinking. You have to use everything that you have at your disposal, journaling, notes app on your phone, um, anything mindful, getting in your daily steps, Getting in sunlight, drinking, hydrating like it's your job. You have to plan your food ahead of time. You just need to be doing everything you can, listening to podcasts that support you rather than confuse you. Just do as much as you can, not because you think that you should, but because you want to, because it will help you in doing the work, in becoming this best version of yourself. Because about what it means about the life you want, how you treat yourself, the quality you want to experience. And if you've set goals that don't compel you, just change them, adapt them. What do you really want when you just cut out the noise and judgment? And I think with body and weight and fat loss, this is a really important question to ask yourself. The best way to approach creating change is as if you're learning a new skill. So like, I'm 36 years old. In my mind, I started this work from scratch at 34. And everything I've been taught, like up to this point, so like about weight, body, diets, self-concept, self-worth, slash was never really, I don't think consciously taught anything about self-worth, up to this point has all been pretty unhelpful. And I know that because it got me a ton of results I didn't like, that I didn't feel good for. So if I've noticed myself accessing any of the information from my past, I'm like, no, this is new. When you acknowledge that you realize you're starting to learn a new skill in adult life, when you have more habits to overcome than when you were younger, more ingrained thinking, of course, it's going to be a process. So Find something that connects with you, like whether it's imagining learning to watercolor, learning to be a potter, learning an instrument, a new language, learning to do like strength training at the gym and getting stronger. You know rationally, there's no end point with those things. You will always have to keep learning that it's going to be hard, especially at the beginning when you're literally teaching your brain new things It's going to be challenging and it will take the time that it takes. Like we don't all get to like grade one of whatever instrument at the same pace and you just keep going with it because you want that skill. And as you make mistakes, you keep learning from them. And of course you do because when you've got that attitude about it, you know that unless you're willing to learn from it, you won't master the skill otherwise. And even when you get good at this new skill, (laughs) Like, even when you've had amazing result results, there is still work to do. It's the constant kind of evolution of your life, and for some of you, that might just like fill you with dread that there isn't some finite you know magic gold medal waiting for you. But I promise that it really feels so much better to live a life where you feel like you're evolving as a person, you're overcoming things, your emotions aren't holding you back, that you've got agency. This is such an opportunity to have thought work at your disposal, to learn how to overcome thoughts that ultimately are holding you back, that are keeping you repeating the same old shit and feeling like you're kind of like stagnating in this sort of catch-22 truman show situation and i really believe that's what we're here to do and that's how you will feel like you've lived this really intentional fulfilling exciting life where nothing around you has really changed only what how you are and how you're showing up and the challenges that you're setting yourself so this isn't about a, you know bigger better house or car or holiday or wardrobe or body This is about just looking inward and setting these goals because of what they mean for you and the quality of life that you want. These challenges we experience because of goals we've set ourselves are opportunities for breakthroughs in our capacity and strength feeling so much more emotionally resilient and able to be with uncomfortable emotions is a skill that will open you up to feeling the true kind of power of comfortable, positive, amazing emotions. It's in being able to be with that discomfort that you can feel the other side of the coin in a more profound, um, kind of like a clearer Way. So that's really what I have to share today. If you think it's too hard, if you think it's taking too long, you will make those judgments true. If you can be with the discomfort of those thoughts and how it feels in your body, and teach your brain that you respond by letting them move through you, by letting them be there rather than answering them with high dopamine releasing things like sugar or alcohol. You will improve your capacity to experience negative emotion. And in doing that, you will improve your chances of creating this change that you desire. It's like temporary discomfort for long term peace and ease and agency and freedom and so much more. You don't know what it's going to look like for you unless you try. And it's going to feel hard sometimes, it's going to feel like a slog. And that's okay. It doesn't mean anything is wrong. I remember I found January really hard. I felt quite low and not good. And even in my lowest moments, I just was reminding myself this is all part of it. And in continuing to show up for potentially what I could be learning through that time and in increasing my capacity to be with some of my negative emotions in that time, I have been rewarded. The The sort of the boomerang that I put out into the world of my energy has come back to me. And I really believe that's how it works. It's in showing up for these moments in a more empowered, less judgmental way that real transformation is available to you. And you can also at the same time, offer yourself thoughts like, what if this were easy? Sometimes that's a really helpful one. You're going to have to practice and see, like, what if this was a short amount of time in the grand scheme of of your life? To sit with an urge, to sit with the discomfort of not having a drink when you said you weren't going to, or not having something um, that some food that some other people are enjoying and you said you weren't gonna have it, and you know that it would take you further from the goals that you want. And like, what if what if being with that urge for 15, 20 minutes, even, is a very short amount of time in the grand scheme of your life? Or what if you know the 6 months it takes to lose a stone sustainably and keep it off and know that it's off for good is nothing you know compared to the next 20 30 40 50 years whatever it is of having that peace and freedom around food i mean to me that seems like a tiny amount of time for the possibility that it can create rather than being like no i i like i like a 7 day juice detox to lose half a stone and then find myself back on with it in a month's time or even seriously like a week's time so flip everything on its head and see if you believe the answer find counter thoughts that you find believable and change your emotional state from being like all like quote-unquote negative to maybe a bit negative and a bit positive like A bit more helpful. Introduce hope. Introduce possibility. Use thought work. So thoughts like, "This is really hard," and maybe I can. Maybe that's okay. Maybe it doesn't mean anything's wrong. Like saying, "This is taking a long time." This is. This feels like it's taking too long. But it's possible. It's the right amount of time. It's how much time I need to change the habits that I've had for the past, you know, however long—twenty years, thirty years. Remember, your thoughts about something create your emotions. And it's these emotions that drive your actions, all of the actions that you take or don't take. So don't focus on your actions. Focus on your mind and on the thoughts that you have and being willing to possibly change those thoughts and your ability just to be with your negative emotion without judgment, without panic, that sometimes they are a sign. of creating change and they're an opportunity always to interrupt your thoughts, to interrupt your thought model before you take action? Can you just be with that a negative emotion that that thought is creating for you without doing anything that you don't ultimately want to be doing? Can you just allow that thought to be there and that feeling to be there without trying to change it? At the same time, you can try and change it. It will be, sometimes it will be about changing it. And sometimes it will be about just being with it. And you need to increase your flexibility and just be willing to try. But when you notice that you're, you're thinking, this is too hard and this is taking too long, you can, there are so many different ways to overcome that. And don't let yourself, like don't stop yourself from doing hard things and don't stop yourself from doing something that's going to take a long time when your judgment of it being a long time is completely subjective. And you don't have to think about it that way. If it makes you feel crappy and if you are experiencing negative emotion, it's it doesn't mean that anything is wrong. Just keep going. Stay the course. So if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to get in touch with me. But otherwise, thank you so much for listening. You can visit sallywebstercoaching.com where you can find out how to work with me. Otherwise, have a beautiful week, my friends. Take care of yourselves. Be gentle and kind with yourselves, especially after you might have a little bit more chocolate uh, running through your system, which will create more urge, more desire. It might make this week back um, feel just like a little bit foggy and a little bit uncomfortable and that's okay. So take care of yourselves and I will see you soon. Bye.